I'm very well. How are you, Chad? <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? I, I don't know. What do I say? We live in an insane world. Kind of. No, kind of. No. Kind of. The story I'm going to tell a little bit. It's insane. So what else is going on? Should we talk I about... goddamn song to end. It just seems impossible. Should we talk about our pivot? No, not yet. Not yet. Big plans, big plans. Potentially. Yeah. Got to flex some things out. Yeah. He was not very strong. I can he do that yeah, he's he's a great guitar player. The guy's a really, really great guitar player. Um, Singing lyrics, not so much. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. And 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 the, the the funny thing is, a few years ago, my cousin Dominic, who's also a guitar player, like me. Everybody in your family a guitar player? Uh, no. So far, he and I. Oh, that's it. Yeah, but but we we went to see Eric Johnson at what is that theater in Phoenixville? Uh, actually, my I think my wife is just taking kids there today for a field trip. I was on a field trip there. That's where the original Blob was filmed. Right, the Colon- was it Colonial? Colonial, I think it is called the Colonial. Yeah, so we went there and Eric Johnson was playing, hmm. and the guy's like a phenomenal guitar player. Right, he has zero stage presence. He played a good portion of the show with his back to the freaking audience. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. You can be a great guitar player, but you're not a good showman, yeah. right? Lyricist, right? All of that stuff. Lyricist, whatever. And but but the funniest part of the night was I uh, we we you know when he <gasps> finished, Jerry. Sorry, when he finished, <laughs> the. There was all these guys milling around the stage. We, like, we were waiting for everybody to clear out. So we were just in our seats, waiting for it to, to for them to clear out so that we could just make our move, right? You're like, it's like on a plane, waiting, everyone rushes to go, and then you're exactly. just wait, waiting. Exactly. So I'm watching down on the stage, and there's, like, there's dudes walking up to the stage hands going, can I have the set list? Uh, really? And I looked at that, and I went, that's really gay. (laughs) (laughs) You're that much of a fanboy that something like that makes a difference to you? Well, is that going to be really, you're going to go to the Antique Roadshow, and someone's going to be like, hey, so I have this set list from Eric Johnson in Phoenixville (laughs) in 2019. How much is it worth? The guy's going to pick it up, blow his nose with it, and throw it away. (laughs) So my buddy Dave is, is the... Uh, front of house sound guy at Reverb, the club in town. Okay, yeah. And he loves to mess with those fanboys, <laughs> right? He'll be up on stage collecting chords and whatever else at the end of a show. And one of them will come up and go, Hey, man, can I have the set list? And he'll go, No, you can't. <laughs> no, loser. You can't. Go away. Yeah. No, you can't have it. No, I, 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 yeah, I could see now with a like Metallica set list. Okay, no, I can't see that. Have something to hang it's a in piece your, of paper, right? But to some people, it might. Be, you're telling me if Kiss, no, one of, the, one of the worst bands ever, the greatest rock and roll band of all time, had a set list, and you went to the show, and they were like, Jerry, 
we're going to give this to you? You'd be like, no, I don't want it. No, I would go, no, I'm good. You're full of shit. No, I'm not. Yes, I'm you telling are. you. Dude, Come that on. stuff means nothing to me. It Really? I'm. We're sitting here in the studio. You have kiss books. You have kiss this, kiss that. Kiss. I bought it. But So you're telling me if, if one of the assholes in kiss was like, here's a set list for you. Dude, you would fanboy up and no, I wouldn't. Yeah, bullshit. I'd be like, ah, eh, it's nice. They'd like, be like, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't crap on him because he's trying to do something. Like, okay, it would end up in the garbage. At you some are point. full of shit. I, I I'm not it. framing it and putting it on that wall. I'm not doing it. I love you, dude. I'm dude. just telling you. <laughs> You're lying. I I don't have that in me. I, you I don't, just I don't that, have that star effort thing in me. I don't have it. Mari Povich called and said that's a lie. <laughs> dude, I know. Even if it, maybe you wouldn't frame it, I think you would. Just to spite me. Oh, that now? <laughs> oh, yeah. There, you would frame it so fast. You'd spend three hundred dollars on the frame just to frame a set list from Kiss. I know it. Now I will because it'll bother you to see it. See, In the, fact, you, I'm going on eBay as soon as the show's <laughs> over and getting one. <laughs> it costs three thousand dollars. I'm going to sell some Tesla just to make it go. <laughs> <sighs> so. um Here's a little here's a little thing for you. So you know I'm I do some beehiving, right? And some keeping. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I do so I follow so there's this woman that I saw on social media where she was like doing beekeeping with no no suit on. She's a moron. <laughs> right? <laughs> and like she literally she goes around. Remember when you had called me? I said, uh, "Who was it?" Allison Wilson had some bees by her house, and yes. wanted, like I, I just didn't have room for them, or I would have done it. Yeah. Um. She does that stuff with no gloves, no hat on, no anything, right? Wow. Like I don't know, because I know, like, if you're afraid of them, you give off pheromones, and they will attack you. That's just, sure. Like I've done. It depends if it's cold and rainy. I will open up my bees and take a look at them. When um, without anything on, because when it's cold or it's not sunny, they're not really they're very docile. Yeah, and I have Italian bees, so they're very docile as it is. <clears throat> so I fo- I do some research on her, see what she is on social media. So she I follow her on an Instagram. She has an Instagram page. So her Instagram page is called I Am Insane. No, hold I th- hold on. I, it doesn't I, matter. It does matter. Because if you want to go to it and see the... Uh, I don't want to go to were it. You're gonna go where, well, you won't, but some of the comments... That, uh, I will go to it if you will agree to buy me a KISS set list. Hold on here. So it's Texas Bee Works, right? And she did a post. I don't know. Should I play this? Will you hear it? And they don't let them Can back in, this? so they either starve or... Hold on, yeah, we can hear it. Hold on. Let's start over. This is a male bee getting kicked out of the hive by a female bee. A male Every bee getting kicked winter, out of the hive. The female bees kick all of the male bees out of the hive, and they don't let them back in, so they either starve or freeze to death. Male bees really only serve one purpose for the colony, which is to mate with a queen. But when mating season is over, the male bees are no longer contributing to the colony, and they are really just extra mouths to feed at a time when food is scarce. So while it may seem cruel, the female bees have to kick all of the male bees out. For the good of the colony, and so the female bees can survive until spring. Okay, so you got that right. Damn, even female bees are cold and cruel. Right. So, uh, what? You're listening to us now? Well, I had the chat on. Okay. Right. So she had posted it, and I'd like to follow 
I don't know everything about them. It's our first year, so I, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's obviously been doing it for a long time. She's not hard on the eyes. What's the selling point, right? Bees and good looking? Sure. So I comment, <laughs> what about the male bees that think they are female bees? <laughs> <laughs> right? <I've, laughs> right? So I've been known to stir the pot a little bit throughout my years. The honey pot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and um, so you get a couple likes. Yeah. Right? So maybe a couple comments. When right. you when you comment on something like this is a what everywhere in the on sure. earth anyone sure. can follow her. Worldwide. So the other day it I started getting some likes on it. And it literally now it's going up hundreds at the minute. And I'm not shitting you. Oh yeah? Right. Uh, last night I went to bed and um there was 1900 and I remembered it because of 1911, the nine millimeter, right? Right. So Very that's just stuck in my head. Last night I went to bed at like nine o'clock and it was 1,911 likes. Okay. As of right now, there's 23,802 likes. Wow. Right? <laughs> right. And it literally, eight, 806. I just refreshed every time. Uh, twenty three thousand eight hundred nine. Okay, so this is this is the crazy thing, right? Like that's a lot of likes, and everyone. It is okay. So here's the funny part. There's a lot of trans transphobes out there. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! You would. I just commented and just dropped the bomb and let it lay. Right? Everyone's like, love this post. This is hilarious. You know, right. so funny. But then there's like the millennials and the Gen Zs, and you can tell they're millennial and Gen Zs because they have Absolutely. like anime in their profiles, and right. they all look like they're heavily mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny part, there's there's like over like 600 comments and stuff like that. It's so funny that you can like they're trying to do mental gymnastics, trying to explain us who are the morons who don't yeah. understand yeah. biology that you know males can be females and there's transgender and oh, everything yeah, like that yeah. and I'm like oh my god it was this it's this polarization that I talked to you about earlier and I read some of these comments and I go to the people's page and they literally are all millennials or gen z's that like are real you can look at them they have either severe depression or a lot of different mental issues or they're just plain stupid right like they, they all have pronouns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, they're you're so transphobic." All I did was say, "What about the male ones that think they're females?" And yeah, this I, is this is you, kind of like, or you know, if you're speaking to them, this is you projecting onto me. Like, like I don't want to even have this conversation. Hence, why I didn't you. comment back to anyone. Right. But like I said, this is my uh, my wife. I said I just couldn't think of the word identify as it was typing, so I just wrote yeah. think. Yeah. And then I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like. And like they, we do exist, and they're calling me all these hateful names and everything, which I think is hilarious. It's the best. But they're like, we do exist. I'm like, no, actually, transgenders don't exist. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm just thinking, I'm thinking this to myself, and I was talking about it to my wife this morning. I'm like, they don't exist. You can't transition. Transition means you're changing. You can't change whether you're male or female. You can cut your penis off; it's not going to make you a woman. You can cut your you can cut your vagina and try to. Or craft a to, penis out of it. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change your gender because when you die, your DNA says who you are. Right. 
like are there people that's born with, that are born with both sexual organs? Yes, it's an anomaly. It happens in animals. It happens in mammals. It happens in fish. You know what I mean? And and everything like that. I just don't understand why we have to play this game with people. You don't transition. It's from feelings. You're changing what? And this is the part. Like Joe Rogan said on his podcast to a guy who was all for this. Why do you have to take medication to change it then? Yeah, it should just. If you think you're a woman, why do you have to take take hormones and all these medications to right. transition? What is what is what is the root word of transgender? Transition. So you're transitioning from male to female, right? By what? By how? Chemical means, right? But you're not changing to a third or fourth or fiftieth or sixtieth gender. Well, I guess you could if you. But this is the part we go. It goes into that whole education thing that we're going to talk in the show today. Yep. It's that polarization. People, this country is being destroyed by stupidity and stupid people, and people that don't pay attention. They read. The, yep. I talked about this for twenty years when I used to do rants everywhere. This country is literally being destroyed by people that read the title of a book and think they know about the book. Yeah. And I said to my wife, "This is the problem too. Like with the whole Israeli and the Palestine thing." Like I said last week on the show, how many how many innocent civilians did we kill in Japan when we dropped bombs in Nagasaki and Hiroshima? About four hundred thousand. How many how many innocent Germans did Britain kill when they bombed the shit out of Germany during World War II? A lot. That's that. It's, sure. it's, it's the way it goes. It's war. It's the way it goes. It, and this is the part that I don't think this generation that has lived so well f- that they don't understand war is yep. because it's flags. If you're underneath the flag. You're a target. Mm-hmm. If you're underneath this flag, you're a target. Why do you do you think when they were talking when Bush or Obama or Trump or even Biden now are drone bombing those those countries and killing innocent people with mm-hmm. drones, drone bombs, and then their parents are like, "You killed my kids. I hate America." Do you think they're going well? This American here, or this innocent American, or this one, or Republican or Democrat? No, they're just they just want to kill Americans. Right. And it's not because of your freedom, it's because your government killed their family. It's the same thing. I was talking to a black dude, he goes, you know, I go over to Europe all the time. <clears throat> they don't call me African American. They just say you're American. Because when you're overseas, no people in America we're like African American, this they hyphenation. They hear an accent and you're an American. That's it. <laughs> There's no such thing over there. Yeah. You're just an American. <clears throat> it's crazy. But we're gonna get into the show about education and, and it's the label readers, right? Correct. Correct. So let's get the show started because we have a phone call to make almost immediately. Yes. Okay. So beginning of the show now. Yep. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Hey now, hey now, and welcome everybody to the Exeter Underground number 76. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is Kevin Fole. And we are here to give you hyper-local news and analysis for everything that happens here in Exeter Township. And we had a very eventful week with this election, Cap. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we will get into all those details in yeah. just a few minutes, but we have a uh, we have a guest hmm. who we're going to call, and, who would, who would he's going to have something to say. Who would this guest be? Mystery he guest. Could be a winning candidate. How about that? He's going to answer If the it would connect. There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Hi, Jerry. Hi there, Jack. Everybody, Jack Piho, winner of the Township Supervisor race. Congrats, Jack. Two-time winner. Well, I, I think it's probably more correct to say provisional until it gets certified. Yeah, yeah you don't, okay. They could find some mail-in ballots tomorrow night. You don't know. It did happen. Yeah. The, yep. They got to go through uh, mail-ins, provisionals, uh, write-ins. Uh, I don't think it's going to make a difference, but you never know. Well, how about this? Um, I know this works in federal, and I don't. Maybe you can. Maybe you can clear something up for me and the listeners. I know at the federal level, provisional ballots are not counted unless it, the difference falls into a certain percentage. I think it's three percent, or is it five? So is that the same as in a local level? Because I know in, in 2020. Um, my wife was afraid that Governor Wolf was going to make everyone vote in by mail because of COVID. So right. when she took her mail-in ballot to the voting station, they gave her a provisional ballot, and she her vote was never counted in 2020 because it was a provisional ballot, and Pennsylvania didn't fall underneath the 3 or 5% or whatever it was. Okay, Is this at a local level? Provisional ballots aren't counted unless it's 3 to 5% difference? I, uh, from my end, Kevin, I do not know. That's a great question. Yeah. Don't know. I would, I, Jack. I, I don't think it matters because you are like hundreds yeah. of votes ahead. So, so unless somebody pulls, uh, pull. Uh, listen, in this day and age, I'm not doubting anything. Someone could literally, like, oh, we just found a whole container full of provisional ballots for whatever candidate. Right. You know. So, uh, yeah. Has anybody conceded? That's a good question from Dave Volmer's left foot in chat. Have Bell or Volmer conceded? Uh, say it again. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in the I'm in the car. I got a late start here to Harrisburg, so forgive me. <laughs> Did you say it again, Kevin? Yeah, in the in the chat, Dave Volmer's left foot said, "Have Bell or Volmer conceded?" Oh, okay. No, have they? I'm asking you, have they? Yeah. If he's on the turnpike, I can guarantee I know where he's at. <laughs> Are you going through a tunnel right now, Jack? I think we lost him. I think we did. Yeah, so that's that's I that's a great question from the chat from it Dave is. Volmer's left foot if they've conceded. I don't know that it matters. No, but is that a normal thing to do at local elections? I'm not sure. I, I don't recall it ever happening. Yeah, he, he went out. Yeah. He's gone. So Jack tried to call in, and congratulations to Jack. Um, he won. And so here, here, here is the list of folks who won, right? So Jack, in, in the supervisor's race, in the sixth year, it was Jack and Clarence Ham, mm -hmm. And in the two-year, Jack won again. You got, you got to feel special if you're Jack right now. Right? You have to. <laughs> I, I, is he going to break it to us which one he's going to take? Well, you can well imagine he's going to take the six. 
I don't know. You know what I thought about after? Because I've I've known some candidates of different elections, and some have won, some have lost. I wonder. So when you when you say you're going to run, and then you run, like you're you're up, you're fired up, you're gonna you're you're knocking on doors. Oops, sorry, Kevin. You're doing everything that you can to get your you know yeah. your name out there. Not in this election, but right. And it's a long. Sometimes it's a long campaign, right? Yeah. Sure. So you start to get a little bit of tired. Sure. And then you're tired of it. Certain things happen and things go a certain way. And I can't, I wonder how many of the candidates were like, okay, great. I'm, gl- I'm glad I didn't win. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a good question. But, like the, but the hard part is over at that point. It is. But the, I think that what I'm talking about is like the politi- political climate changes weekly. Mm-hmm. It's because the the people's okay, that's me- Jack calling back. So people people's memory is so short. Okay, Jack, we have you back. Yeah, I called you. I don't know what happened there. It dropped out. Uh, I think I did say. Unfortunately, I am driving. I was hoping to be able to get far enough along to Harrisburg I could pull over in a single spot. So forgive me. That's okay. Okay. So have, I think the question was. I don't know if you heard or not. Have they anybody conceded to you? Have have they bent the knee? Uh, yes. Yeah. Both uh, George Bell and uh, David Ballmer, uh, we have talked uh, yesterday uh, okay. and this morning. And yes, they have congratulated both Clarence and I. Okay. Okay. That's good. So, Jack, uh, let's see. What's, what's going through your head as to what the main issues the next board has to take up? Uh, the main issues or the number one issue? Give me two. All right, I'll give you two. Uh, number one is the finances, uh, revenue and expenses, the budget. Now, that's number one. There's no question about it. Uh, proposed budget at the moment is about $3 million, give or take, over our revenue. Uh, that's projected to come in next year. I don't know what the current board is going to do, but they got to have a, they got to pass a budget by end of the year. And we'll we'll find out what that really is in about two months. Right. By the end of December, at the latest. At the latest. Yeah. 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 That's uh, probably the biggest single issue uh, that all of us heard at the polls. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both, uh, you know, all the all the candidates. The number one issue that kept coming up was the finances, the budget, taxes, uh, that was number one by far. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine just the couple of meetings that we. If you watch one or two of the meetings lately, it just seems the the questions that Dave used, whether you like him asking the questions or not, they were valid questions to be asked. And I think I there's just seems so many errors, whether it was done on purpose, obviously, or or, or if it was not, or just I don't know how you can run a township with that many errors. And then expect uh, you're the, talking about, uh, Kevin, you're talking about within the budget that we saw the other week? Well, I, I think financially speaking overall, between the budget being uh, the, sell, uh, putting the promenade up for $2 million, what? And then just uh, the amount of things that went wrong with uh, the finances at Exeter and the budget just being $3 million, $3 million over, like you just said. If you're just an average everyday person in Exeter, 
you're just wondering how this is being done at the township level when you're not even allowing it done in your own home. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. So what's, what was number two? What's the second biggest one on your, on your list there? Uh, second biggest one, uh, puppies. And this, this we can all debate on, but to me is a, I'll call it transparency is at least uh, what Clarence and I would like to do. And I certainly want to do is to see if we can engage our residents more and, uh, one of my ideas, and uh, if the people push back on it, okay, but we can try it, is I think we should have a quarterly uh, town hall meeting. You know, let's try it. I let's try a quarterly town hall with maybe two subject items yep. and stick to that and get feedback. What about our newsletter that we used to have? I love reading our newsletter. Let's bring that back uh, maybe quarterly, at least quarterly, with, hey, here's the topics, here's what your board is doing, uh, maybe maybe a blog. Uh, but I think the transparency and the communication to our residents, uh, we can certainly improve, uh, my opinion. Yeah. Do you think there should be more or less of the township suing residents? I think there should be more. Do <laughs> you think there should be more? <laughs> it's just mainly yeah, Jerry. Got- yeah, I think I, I think if I understood you right, you, there should be more engagement with the residents. No, there should be there should be less suits, less oh, no, suing no, of no, residents. No, no. Lawsuits, no. Oh, lawsuits. Oh, I misunderstood you. That's a clip we could cut there. Oh, there should be more. There should be more. Jack said he's going to yeah. sue more people. <laughs> oh my! That's all right. Oh. We got you, but the, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 cut that clip for later. Okay, good. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, what? What's the process you see with uh, Chatty Schnee, the solicitor? I I don't know. I'm getting oh my word! Uh, I couldn't begin to tell you the uh, the different opinions I'm getting from different directions on that. And I'll, I'll be upfront with everybody, with you guys, and whoever's listening. I don't know. Okay, I wanna I wanna have, and I think Clarence and I. Uh, I'll include Clarence with us. We got to sit down and have a long talk uh, with not only uh, uh, with only not only with Chad, but also Larry Pearsall, mm-hmm. our interim township manager, and get a feel uh, and get a feel for what uh, what they think. Okay, where they're going, direction. One of the things I want to I want to make sure we are doing that we are doing is that that Chad is addressing legal issues that the board is bringing to him, right? And that's something that we as residents, we don't see. All we hear is the uh, solicitor's report, right? And and what Chad will say, or maybe what the chairman and what Mr. Vollmer, you know, what Dave will say. Uh, we don't see the rest of it. And I want to make sure before... I would propose a change before I would propose a change. I want to know what's really going on behind the scenes and how things are actually operating. Yeah. Okay. So give, give, give me a chance, give Clarence uh, and I both a chance to get a handle on that before we decide that maybe we ought to make a change. Is that fair enough guys? 
Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, of course, I guess the other people that you'd... I would imagine that you're going to be holding some conversations with Michelle Kircher and Dave Hughes as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. Oh, my word, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are lots of people that have already uh, want to talk. <laughs> yep. And we're only a what we're only what two days removed from the election. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also yeah. think you got to pat yourself on the back of this too. Is if you look at the results of the election, it speaks very highly of you in the in the you know the township. Well, you, you won both. <laughs> you ran for two, and you you're two for two, Jack. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. But uh, I think the, I think the resonance between the forum that Jerry did and you coming on here and your questions during the meetings, it just shows people that you are prepared and you seem to have more of a common sense aspect, the aspect of of governing, let's just say, um, that seems to be a little bit more positive than yep. what we have now. Well, I appreciate uh, appreciate the comments, but we'll see what happens when the honeymoon period is over. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure the 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 you, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be people like, why do you hate puppies? You know what I mean? That's going to come out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're always going to have that. Yeah. You know, we had that when I was on the board uh, for the nine months that I was I was on. Uh, there's always pluses and minuses and people's opinions, uh, but. I think everybody knows by now I will gladly listen. I will listen to everybody. Yeah. I'll listen to their opinions, their thoughts and yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that needs to be done more. I think the common sense aspect of it is like everyone talks about, oh, this resume and that resume. I, I'm really tired of hearing we just need some people that actually want to put uh, Exeter first and common sense inject a lot of common sense into it. Every, I mean, listen, we have a we have a lot of lawyers and really heavy resume people in Congress at the federal and the state level, and we're $33 trillion in debt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's, yep. I would, I you know what should be on people's resume? Common sense. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you. Now, let me ask you guys, uh, you guys are out there in the community. I'll put you guys on the spot. What, what are you hearing back or what have you heard? Uh, uh, Jerry, I know you were around at the different voting booths that uh, you went around to the different voting, uh, voting polls, I should say, uh, locations, mm -hmm. talking to people. What did you guys hear as some of the top issues from the residents? Can I ask you guys that? Sure. Well, they, People that I spoke with are concerned about, number one, you're right, the budget. That's their biggie. But uh, somewhere at number two or number three is the RHM contract. They're very concerned about what's going on with uh, the country club, you know? I mean, they, they're seeing massive amounts of money being spent. And it's not just RHM. It's the entire operation. They're seeing massive amounts Correct. of money being spent, and they're seeing deficits, and they're bothered by it. And yes, while that is all part of the budget uh, picture overall, it it's you know it, it's it's a separate issue by itself, isn't it? It it is it is, and that's uh, and I'm glad you brought that up because the people that were talking to me at the polls. 
Yeah, RHM, uh, actually we'll call it the Reading Country Club, the RCC, in its entirety came up uh, a number of times. People would come up to me and talk to me about it. And I agree, it's part of the overall budget, but at the same time, to me, that should be a carve-out and a, stand, a completely standalone operation, and the revenue and expenses have to, uh, uh, have to stand on their own. Yeah. We can't, we can't, we cannot, uh, I think what I'm trying to say, guys, we can't rely on the general fund. Uh, well, let me use an example, if I may, is uh, public works. Uh, there's a light bulb that needs changed over at the country club, over at the RCC. Who changes it? Public you, works, yeah. right? Public works, right. So, yeah. So Larry sends a guy over that could be doing something else, uh, something else for the township to change that light bulb. That's time. That's a time and expense. Mm -hmm. and, and, my, and I don't feel from what I've seen in the budget and discussions, I don't think we have a good handle on what the real cost is for the township of running, maintaining uh, the country club. Not only the grounds, not only the golf course, but the building itself, et cetera. Yeah, and I, I think we need to get a good handle on that. And if the revenue doesn't meet it, what do we do? Yeah. That's going to be the next challenge. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And most of the, the people that I have talk to about the country club. And if you take emotions out of it and you just do what's right, this isn't a problem that just started last year. This has been a problem that's going on. We've been subsidizing it for a long time. And the majority of the people, listen, it might be a nice, what, how did uh, Craig Poole call it? Uh, majestic course. But at a certain point, you have to take you have to take the L. You have to swallow your losses. If you've ever done an investment and you're losing a lot of money, it's sometimes to take the loss so you can use that capital and use it on something else. That's not going to continue to bleed the township dry, per se. I uh, the majority right. of the people are just tired of it. It's it it either shit or get off the pot. Right? It, we're losing a lot of money every year. This isn't a new issue. And I think that's the biggest problem that people I talk to. Uh, also, the third one, Jack, which I talked to a woman when I voted, she was like, well, they need to do something about the water. And I explained to her that there was nothing that, we, that you or any supervisor could do, That if and there's nothing that can be done. But the only thing that you can do is hold Judy Schwank a call, uh, you know, for her vote that helped she is our representative yeah. that made it legal for townships to sell. But the majority of the people, I think the thing that you guys have to even say this every meeting when you get in or talking on social media, because there's a ton of people in this township that think that you guys can snap a finger and fix our water bills, which is not going to happen. Correct. It's really not sad that happen. still majority of the people in this township still think, oh, the township can fix this. It's not a problem that can be fixed by the township. Right. So, and, so Jack, what uh, do you I did think? have people talk to, well, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, you finish your thought. Well, uh, I agree with Kevin, and I did have uh, several voters that uh, talked about the water, and the one point blank asked me, what are you going to do about it? And I very bluntly said, we can't do anything other than put pressure on our legislator. And that's what... It, uh, we can do that. The existing board has already been doing it. Amanda Johnson, I think, has done a good job of trying to convey 
the residents' concerns to the legislature, but they're the ones that have to change it. They got to change the rules and all that the PUC abides by. Unfortunately, that's the way it is, everybody. Yeah, which but, is a lobbyist. <laughs> that's but, all lobbyists, anyway. But, Jack, even if they do that, it's not going to change where we are now. No. So, what no. do you think of the idea that Jeff Douglas threw out at the candidates' forum? about reinstituting the homestead exemption to try to give us a little more money in our pockets to offset some of that. Well, if you remember when I was on the board on that first budget that came up that fall, I voted to keep the homestead exemption. Okay. And I think, I think we're going to have to revisit that. But guess what? Where are we going to make up that money? we got to make that up somewhere else. It's going to require cuts somewhere else. You're well, exactly hold, hold right. there's two different things there. Jack said one thing, and you said another. Yep. You said cut. Yep. Jack said make the money up, which is the opposite of a cut. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So that's the and, difference is, is that instead of saying, okay, we need to find somewhere to make the money up, no, no, no. It's you just need to – the government needs to trim their – the government might need to trim or pull their belt a little bit tighter, not the people, you know? Right. And this right. that was the funniest yeah. thing during the election that I thought. George Bell is up there saying that oh he didn't they didn't raise taxes. You may not have raised our taxes, but our overall cost of being an Exeter uh, citizen did go up. Whether it was the Homestead Act or the trash, you know, or the recycling, the cost of Exeter went up. Whether it's taxes increasing or the cost of of a service in Exeter that you are in control of. Our costs have gone up underneath George Bell's leadership, and maybe that w was one of the reasons why he lost. Uh, and that's correct. And uh, some of the residents were very astute, and they talked about that when they voted or when they would talk to me. So they were aware that their their taxes, we'll call it, we'll call it Exeter Township costs that they pay out, mm -hmm. uh, have increased. They have increased. Yep. Absolutely. You're right. And that, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about money that we're paying out. Whether uh, whether I would bet that there's people in this township that blamed George Bell and Volmer and the board incorrectly for their water bill problems. Uh, I would think you're right. I'm sure you're right. Well, uh, let's go back. Uh, the school... Uh, the school taxes, and everybody points to the township and they say, well, you know, you guys uh, raise our taxes and all. And I have to correct them and say, no, 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 no. I think you're referring to the, our school taxes have gone up. The county tax has gone up. But the township tax, we have not changed our millage. And I believe it's eight years. There's been no change. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't teach and, civics And once they anymore. understand that, they and once a resident understands that, that oh, Okay, it's not you guys. It's not the township itself. It's those other entities. Then they then they back off a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's just it's everybody wants a king type of attitude. They're just it's boxing in. Okay, government went up. I I get it, but it's just the costs have gone up in Exeter, and that's the end of the story. So, Jack, yeah. somebody well, in the chat uh, wants to know about your defaced signs. Oh. How many okay, how many cans the, of black spray paint did it take you to do all those? What's the que what's the question? I guess you, your comment uh, on it. Yeah, it, it's a, just ask for your it? comment. My thoughts on it. 
it's a shame that people can't have an opinion. Yeah. So they, I, yeah. I saw them and I was like, what the heck was going on? Because there was one, man, there, where was it? I only drive that many places. So there was, I think it was right on 422, too, wasn't there? I don't know. I don't recall about one on 422. The one I liked the best was not where they just blanked out my name completely, but they put an X, a big X. <laughs> so they're fans of Clarence, but not yours. Is that what they were trying to say? Yeah, I, well, that's what it looked like, uh, but uh, yeah, but you know, people are entitled to their opinion. I get it, but you know, that's uh, that's not necessary, folks. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I really wish there that was some a- some some uh, yeah. ring doorbell videos would have been available for that stuff. Yeah, because I I, I would love there, to crucify somebody over yeah. it. Yeah, there was not. Uh, people did try, uh, several individuals, I believe Jerry, you were one of them, yes. uh, tried to uh, get to the bottom of it. Uh, we, uh, and it just never happened. And from our police end, uh, their comment was every election, they get this, they get reports of, uh, even I couldn't believe it. I was told that people in some cases back during the general they would run up over a person's lawn oh, yeah. and run over the signs and drive on. Oh, I mean, I'm going, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. You would see, especially when in 2020 and 2016, we saw it big time. People started putting shock things on their Trump signs. It's amazing to me. Confused taxpayer uh, says in the chat there were a bunch of them near Kevin's house. Suspicious? <laughs> no. The one, the one I think I did see was on um, Shelbourne before four twenty two on the right there, right? Uh, I guess that's the golf course side. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it didn't. It one. didn't take real long, but you had to do it with a black sharpie real quick so people didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Actually, I, I can say I didn't do it, but I did vote for you, Jack. That's the first time I voted for a Democrat on the ballot in a in very, 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 very ever. Okay. Well, and I've thank been voting you. For 30 I, did some not, I didn't realize I was the first. I'm honored. Well, yeah, you're the first person in government to do anything for me. Think oh, about you're that. Talking about the uh, factor yeah. uh, when I was on the board. Yeah, that's the first person in government ever to do anything for me well, as a service. <laughs> think about that. That's <laughs> thirty years of uh, voting, and I'm just like, yeah, this is for. No, it's just that you were the most common sense person on there. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and I'm sure once I'm on the board, I'm going to get. Uh, all kinds of uh, requests or comments or suggestions, which is good. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be blessing you every day. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, here we, uh, we can give your uh, number out on air. Should, maybe I shouldn't say it. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say it, but uh, I've been known to respond to comments and all at one, two o'clock in the morning because mm. uh, my. My work hours will vary, especially if I got a project going and I got, oh, I got to get this done. And it jumps into my head. I'll head down to the office and work on it. And by the way, while I'm there, I'll answer emails. Yeah, well, good for you. So, Jack, before we let you go, I just want to let you know 
that uh, over the last two days, for show yeah. purposes, I've been writing down lists of words that rhyme with pie ho. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead. So that uh, we can write some song parodies. So get ready for some abuse. Oh. Okay, because I've heard a lot of them over the years growing up, so I'm curious <laughs> what you got. Yeah, well, trust me, my last name's Full. It rhymes with asshole, okay? So I've heard them all too, so. <laughs> I guess I should be thankful then. <laughs> well, as long as you don't open up a meeting and start writing in crayons, I think you're going to be good for a couple weeks. <laughs> yep. Well, okay, Jack, so listen, uh, that, that was all a joke that I just said. Uh, we oh. congratulate you for uh, f- for your victory, and we are confident that you're going to do the right thing by the people of Exeter. And as I said to you in that text message, don't make us come after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you also added a little LOL, if I remember right. Yes, you did. Yes, and you and did. don't be don't yeah. be a stranger. Yeah, you know what I mean but when you when you get on the board. Well. You can still call right. in. Well, that, yeah, what I was going to say, Jerry and Kevin, I would expect you guys to. Good. Not only you, but other residents. If you don't agree, I would expect to hear about it, you know, the comments. And 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 if you don't understand it, I would expect a why. Yeah. And, Jerry, I've said before, I don't mind coming on your show. I will. Yeah. I will do it. I'll do it when I'm a board member also. Good, good. good. Okay, we'll just get in there and and do the best job you can. And, uh, you know, I hope you all find the way to work together. Yeah, uh, me too. Or I am going to work with Jim Ruoff and set up that boxing match up to RCC. (laughs) Are you going to bring some boxing gloves to one of the meetings? Oh, well, no, we're just going to set up a fundraiser for charity we're all you guys, instead of arguing, if you argue at the at the meetings, we're just going to set up a bout by bout. Instead of arguing like petulant children, you're just going to box each other. Just to settle it like we did when we were kids. I remember those days. Yeah, so yeah. instead of Michelle calling well, Dave Dave Hughes disgusting and a, an idiot, no. they would just put on some gloves and duke it out. No, no, but we're not going to do that. Oh. We're not going to do that. I'm, we will not do that. Oh. And, and, uh, guys, I'll go on record right now. If that is, if we have any type of discussions like that and I don't put a stop to it or others don't put a stop to it, uh, I'll, I'll donate, I'll donate a hundred bucks to a, uh, to the food bank. How's that? There you go. It's not going to happen. Good. And I'll, I'll be on record for that because that is unproductive. It's unprofessional, and it and it, yeah, no. Is that clear enough? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. So, so the person that that everybody wants to point to as the problem is Dave Hughes. But you guys get along, don't you? Uh, well, at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could it could change yeah. anytime. Just watch your p's and q's real quick. I think everything will be fine, Jack. So concentrate on your driving, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks for coming on. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me. See you, Jack. Bye. All right. All right. Bye. There we go. He seems like a good guy. Jack is a good guy. So uh, Gerwin72 says, any guesses on the fifth fifth member? 
Yeah, well, it's it, it's going to depend on who puts their name in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I I would imagine at the first meeting, what they're going to do is, uh, it'll be on the agenda for them to advertise this. Mm-hmm. You know that we need, we're going to need a fifth member. Yep. And uh, it'll it'll go from there. So it's going to be Michelle, Clarence Ham, Jack Piho. And Dave Hughes. And Dave Hughes. Yeah. And Tony Ronaldo's seat is going to... Is going to be that fifth member. Right. Yeah, because Tony's only the, till the end of the year. The fifth column. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't... I, I, I don't think there's going to be any more issues because neither, um, neither Jack or Clarence are really the combative types. Yeah. And I just... I, I don't see it going that way. You know, I I think that they're going to be okay. Uh, I think that they're going to work together just fine. Uh, there was a question. Um, Hughes Ham dynamic will be interesting, says Confused Taxpayer. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, seeing as how Dave was on the board that basically fired him. <laughs> <laughs> See, it might still be the clown show that we're thinking about. Nah, I don't think so. I I don't think Clarence is the Again, I don't think he's combative. Hmm. I, I, it just seems one of the reasons why Jack was so preferred in this election on both seats is exactly the what he just talked about on the, yeah. on the phone. Yeah, just seems like common sense, like a decent guy that doesn't, you know what I mean. And he was very adamant, saying he's not going to put up with that, like Michelle calling Hughes disgusting and an idiot and all that stuff. Well, you know, it's also going to be very interesting to see who gets appointed the chairman. You don't have to cry, buddy. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I'm stifling yawns. Jerry, right, literally. <laughs> Jerry had a tear coming out of his left eye. Uh, so I, I, I think that one of the real interesting thing is going to be seeing who becomes chairman. I think Jack should. No? We'll see. The way he can stamp all that bullshit out. We'll see. He should get like a he should paddle people when they act inappropriate. It's going to be either Jack or Dave Hughes. You really Clarence think Clarence is not this? Well, well. Hey, time for a fresh start. That would Do be, you agree? That'd be fresh. Time for a fresh start. So, so I think it would be between the two I of them. Would love Clarence, to see is, it. Clarence is not a real assertive guy, and mm-hmm. we've seen Michelle run. Really run meetings and she can't even do a report correctly yeah yeah it's it's rough so i I could see it being between those two guys because whoever the newbie is that gets appointed is not gonna be it no who do who do you think is gonna get that spot let's go back to that question from the chat who who's up is tony ronaldo want to do it again i don't have any idea it's going to depend on the pool of people who who apply or is it going to be someone joe smith from pheasant run goes in there and just knocks the doors off what if? Yeah, it just depends on the who the board favors, really. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, but you know, there there's also something that is undeniable. Like when Jack got appointed to the board, mm-hmm. knowing the one thing about the fact that that board, which was before Dave was on, mm-hmm. Dave Hughes, okay, they weren't going to appoint Dave, right? Okay. So seeing the other three people who interviewed, it was obvious who was getting this spot. And 
you know, two members of the board did try like hell to get somebody else who was their hand-picked. Yeah. But nope, that wasn't going to happen. It was obvious who should have gotten it, and that was Jack. Yeah. Who's, who's, what's the chances of somebody that lost the election is going to get named in the, in the seat? That's an interesting idea. Yeah. That's a very interesting idea. Um, I don't, you know, somebody else posed to me, well, what if they appoint George Bell or Volmer? I don't think they're going to do that because that's that's kind of spitting in the eye of the electorate. The, the voter, yeah. You know? Oh, well, that was one of the things, like, my wife and I, we walked down to vote. and uh, You walked? Yeah, I walked down to vote. What are you, communists? We drive in America. Right, well, it's close enough to my house. Oh, okay. So uh, I just said to her, I just want George Bell to lose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think I, I think we said that on the show earlier. That was, was like with the primary too. The way he the way he got put in there with that too was a little shady. And I, I just I, if if you go by how the meetings have, were going when George was running it, it was a yep. complete and utter shit show. It really was. But but so so George wasn't running it anymore. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't a shit show. It was a it was a rabbit poop show. Yeah. Well, you know, when George wasn't running it anymore, it became that, that you know, what's his name resigned. So yeah. I think that 90% of the problems went out the door with him. Oh, yeah. That's okay. one thing that, like, with Volmer, which we talked about, it wasn't so much that he ran the meeting better. It's just that was Ted wasn't yeah. a part of the meeting. Right. So we've got the winners. Now, we need to talk about uh, the the the. the, the the shenanigans that I found. And this is no reflection on Jack and Clarence. Do we want to take a little break before we do this? Do you want to? Yeah. That's the question. My eyes are turn my my eyes are turning yellow. Somebody's got a weak bladder. Judah. Judah. Oh, I thought you said Judah. Jesus <laughs> no, Christ. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Jesus, Jerry. All right. Jesus was a Jew. I didn't say anything to the contrary. No. All right, let, let, let me get a song up here, and we can... Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, good God. No, we're not going back to Eric Johnson. Oh, my God, no. Here we go. Get no. ready. Here it goes. Get ready. Here it goes. Fireball. We'll be back with the rest of the excellent That's the cult, man. Don't oh. you know that song? Uh, no. You never heard Firewood. I'm shocked. That's right in your era. I haven't heard everything. Man, no, that's good stuff. Mm. Yeah. So here we are, back in the Exeter Underground. And um, so, so one of the things we need to talk about <laughs> is the deal with with how Jack and Clarence, like like part of the reason that they got that they were elected. And it's it's not a shot at the two of them. They did a very good job in their campaign, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think we covered this just today on the show and the last mm-hmm. time we, yeah. mm-hmm. it, we he it's 
It's how they were perceived as why they got elected. That's exactly why. Because they made, no, I don't you don't think so? That. No, no. I aside from where you're going with this. Yeah. Okay. You know, to the general person that the average Exeter resident that paid attention, that saw the forum, that listens to this show, that actually is that watches the meetings and sees yes. how organized Jack is. Yep. He's like maybe Dave Hughes mm-hmm. minus the. The abrasiveness minus the bombast. Correct. Yeah. So so now, what happened is that as as we were looking at the election totals on election night, mm-hmm. now so Jeff Douglas came to my house after the polls closed and we drank whiskey. No. Oh. So we were watching as the the totals were were brought in. They were brought in in maybe four or five. Uh, or they posted them at the county website. There may be four or five different spots. Okay. Not spots, but in four or five different uh, trances. Tranche. What's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> Trances. No, not trances. Transoms. Hmm. Transmogrify. I, I, <laughs> no, that's not it either. Transgender. Four different instances that they updated. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So... When when you start seeing all of that, you you can figure out who's going to win, and and it became obvious who won. The next morning, when we got the unofficial report from the county, mm-hmm. it showed the breakdown of election day votes and mail in votes. Yes, and it became very obvious that there was a concerted effort by the Democrat Party. To get mail-in votes because that's what put them over the top. Had we gone only on election day, George Bell, Dave Vollmer, Donna Merritt are the winners. Yeah. I, I Are you talking about the 2020 election with Trump or are you talking about this one? I'm talking about this one. The, but I think what the problem with this is is that a lot of people think that mail-in balloting is, is good. In some cases it is. That's what our troops you know, do. And if you're sick or something like that, but just because you don't want to get up and vote, I think is the issue. And also that it also creates a, another variable for people to not trust their vote. And it really, it, the, the credibility of your vote is the, it, let's be honest. And this is the big problem in America. Now it's another reason why Trump's going to lose is people don't trust their vote. So they just either don't vote or uh, and they just stay home. Like, what's the sense? I went through this. I had many of my clients um, after 2020 were going through this. So when they're doing it at the national level, it's one thing. But when you see it going on at the local level, mm-hmm. and then you see how uh, how it was used <laughs> and then backfired, yeah. it, ju- it, it's, it just throws it all up in the air where there's another variable that you don't trust, another thing that you question. Right. And let's be honest – for the past five years, everything is questionable. Every, no one trusts anybody. No one trusts anything. It, it's it's quite sad, but it's understandable. Dude, for all the crap that they have thrown out about how the people who question election mm-hmm. are the problem, they do this stuff, I am convinced, and yes, this is a conspiracy theory, and I'll admit it, they do this stuff to undermine the validity of elections to begin with. Oh yeah, because at some point they want to do away with this. Oh, they've been doing they've been doing this since 
2006. Are you talking about the doing the mail-in vote to just no, make I'm it? No, I'm talking about they are trying to undermine the uh, very underpinnings of oh, yeah. our democratic way of doing things. Well, let's be honest. It wasn't Trump and his supporters and his lawyers the ones that started questioning elections. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been longer. But it's been right. It has been longer, and two. And I don't remember anybody going to jail for it. But 2016, the whole year for Trump's entire presidency, we heard that he was illegitimate and he stole yeah. it in Russia and everything. And the media did it too. In 2018, the same thing. 2020, and now all the time, it's a now it's a felony. <laughs> so the whole thing that that happened is that. Remember the beginnings of this. Mm -hmm. So both Clarence and Jack filed in the primary to be on the Republican ballot. Mm -hmm. Dave Vollmer challenged everybody on the Republican ballot and got Clarence and Jack thrown off for filing irregularities with their paperwork. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clarence and Jack then, seeing that there were no Democrat candidates, ran a write-in campaign on that side and became the candidates for the Democrats. Smash cut to Tuesday, or actually, you know, a few weeks ago, the Democrats come up with this idea, oh, we want to get the, we want to get all the state judges elected so we can pres preserve the horribleness of abortion. We need to preserve your right to kill that baby. Yeah, no one was talking ex except for them <laughs> right but they needed those judges okay mm -hmm. so just every democrat was was gonna get voted for yep. through these mail-ins now yep. there were 1650 mail-in ballots in exeter alone that's crazy how many total how many in person um i i don't remember the numbers off the top of my head but it, it was more than 1650 jack right. jack had 3,000 and some votes, so did Clarence. So, I mean, I guess we can make the case for about 5,000 votes. My point being, how many how many voting eligible uh, citizens in Exeter? Probably I don't know that either. 20, around maybe 19 or 20,000? Um, eligible, that means you need to be registered. I don't know the No, number. I mean eligible 18 and over. But probably 20. Yeah, probably 20,000. And how many people voted? Five. 5,000. Well, it was 33% of the electorate voted. Okay, so take it at from my there. my voting precinct. I told you, like I told you, the people there know me. Like when I had my fusion, I literally had it on Halloween. Voting was November fifth or November sixth, so I was out of the hospital. I had to stay because I was losing so much blood. But I was in the hospital for three days, and I came out, and I could barely, I could barely. Well, I literally just had my my spine fused. My wife took me down, and I was in slippers and you know sweatpants. You and didn't walk that time. No, I did not. Lazy ass, you lazy ass. <laughs> the crazy part is that my surgeon wanted me walking like three quarters of a mile, like six days after. I was like, you're insane. But uh, so I remember walking in. So they all remember me. Asked me how I'm doing. So every single time we vote, it's like so like walking into Cheers. You know what I mean? And I was talking to the guy. Um, it's like walking into Cheers, asshole. Right. And I was talking to Mike down there, and I was like, I was like, so uh, I was like number one thirty two, or one thirty, and my wife was like one thirty two. Mm -hmm. And that we went one thirty in the afternoon. Somebody got in between you. Yeah, because my wife had a button wrong, and there was a whole thing, so they had to redo it or whatever for her. Um, and I was talking to Mike, and I was like, "Low count." He's like, "I just don't understand." I was like, "Because people want a king, Mike. They don't like you were talking about. 
Like they don't understand. And Jack was talking about it when he called in. Like you don't understand there's a difference between school board and township yeah. and your property taxes and your school taxes and your township tax and your county right. tax and your state tax. And I said, people, I don't know when they're going to learn that your local elections are far more important than it's. They're not sexy. But my point is that they don't pay attention. We just had a 33%, you said? 33. So to continue the story, so, <laughs> so Jack and Clarence become the Democrat candidates, and they win because of these, you know, 1,600 votes. Yep. The margin of victory for Jack and Clarence was less... Or was, wait, the difference was more, okay, mm-hmm. than the margin of victory overall that, that would have allowed Vollmer, Bell, and Donna to win. Yeah. Okay? They eclipsed it because of those mail-in votes. Now, those people will be in for a shock, I think. Oh, Those yeah. people who voted blindly because these two are not going to govern like Democrats. And and at the local level, it generally doesn't matter. But they're still not going to do that. Right. I don't know Clarence barely at all. But people tell me he's a hard right wing dude. Hmm. We might be really shocked by the way he conducts himself. So reading the label, yes. Democrat or Republican. Yes. <laughs> And so it really comes down to the fact that these uh, these people who did this and installed Jack and Clarence, they did it blindly. Yeah, and that's the most of it. That's, that's what we were talking about with the the uh, putting everyone in boxes before the show. We were talking about that, and this is what it leads to. And this hap- that's what they want. The powers that be, that's what they want. You pick a side, and it's stay on your side. Right, right. It's right or left, and uh, you just divide the country that way, and then you break up right the right a little bit, and you break up the left a little bit, and then you have people that are just voting D or R. It's that yeah. right left paradigm, and then you have people, and this is one of the things that okay. So a lot of people don't know this, but back in twenty eighteen, so the CIA put a, a thing together that you're going to get ex CIA agents run for the house. And at local level. We had that levels. happen here in PA. <laughs> okay. I remember the dude's name, Scott. Mm-hmm. Scott Eulinger. So they're, they're we yeah, but Scott's, I, I know a little bit about Scott. Scott's a little different. I know some people that He's know him. He's still a former CIA agent. <clears throat> right. I know him. Uh, I know a lot of people that know him. He actually lives locally. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not talking about Scott. I'm talking about all over the United States. They had ex-CIA agents run as candidates, and you see a lot of them in the House of Representatives. And people just voted for them in those precincts because they were a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah, right. Well, who do they work for? Or who, and like if, if, It's kind of like once, you're, once a Marine, always a Marine. Mm-hmm. Even though you're out and you're not active, you're a civilian now, you're still a Marine. It's kind of that way with the CIA. It's the same thing as mm-hmm. whether you're a, DA, an, a DHS officer or, or an operator or whatever. You're always for it because you know things that other people you can't talk about. So they're always the government on your has a yeah. boot on your neck. Well, the same thing is then you're just going to vote for them for because they have a D next to them or you're going to vote for them because they're an R next to them. 
And that's what happened here. And it happened on the school board, right? Happened on the school board, too. So we went to sleep with the idea that Jason Croft, who was on only the Republican side, because remember, you can be Democrat and Republican yep. for school board. Jason Croft snuck in on that fifth, uh, fifth seat. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning, they found 300 and something more. Of course votes. they did. And so that's, that's hilarious, too. But they found 300 <laughs> and something more votes. Was there a water break? Was there a, a water pipe break? Where the counting machine? And Debbie Bloom, also a Republican, but she was on the Democrat side. Mm-hmm. She won the Democrat side in the primary. Yeah. How'd that win? How'd that happen, Jerry? That happened when she pulled, she wanted to pull out a couple of weeks before. Mm hmm. And she won anyway. Mm. Were you aware of that one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, at least she was alive. It's true because so, because there was people that died as Democrats and they literally won their elections back in twenty last year, yeah. just last year in the state mm. house. Yep. Uh, so so she won, and she also is a Republican, but because she was on the Democrat ballot, she got a shitload <laughs> of uh, write in. Write in ballots, mail in ballots rather, and so did Travis Odom, who was the fifth. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know anything about this guy, Travis Odom, other than he owns Moe's. That's all I know about this guy. There's no campaign material <coughs> on him. Nobody effing knows him or who he is. Everybody I've spoken to, oh, he's the guy who owns Moe's. Okay, do you know him? Nope, never met him. All right, so he's a franchise owner. I think we may be looking at this the wrong way. No, we're not. Uh, hold on. Not, well, there's two. Uh, hold on. Let me let me explain, fine, sir. So we're always even that thing that I that we talked about in the article that Republicans are stupid when they do their run. Now, granted, on messaging and marketing, Republicans are complete morons. All you got to do is if you're if you're going to battle abortion, just start showing up. Just start showing pictures of aborted babies. Mm-hmm. You'll win in a second. I, a friend yelled at me back in the day. She was like, oh, I'm avidly for abortion. We should be able to do that. I was like, okay, then. Let's kill one of your kids. No, let's. then you should be able to watch what you support. Know what you support. Support yeah. what you know. And so I sent her a video of an abortion. She was like, how dare you send that to me? I'm like, well, it's what you support. That's what you support. Well, that's disgusting. That's horrible. You support horrible and disgusting. Just like that woman that supports uh, the child porn in the library and said that she would distribute it in her house, from her house, and then said that Vollmer sending it to her was violating her and it was vile. You know what I mean? Come on. But my point is, is that these people smart, okay, there's no one running on the Democrat side. I'm just going to run it as a Democrat. Just like the CIA agents that we just spoke about running as as, as a Republican uh, or as a Democrat, whatever in that area, if you're going to an area and you're like, oh my gosh, this this demographic here is this, and they're known for voting this way, I'm just going to run as that. We're not really talking about that here, though. But you are. But no, we're not. No, you're talking about... You're talking it was about absolute, it was absolute <laughs> happenstance that these people were on the Democrat ballot. Absolute happenstance. Are you blaming the voters or are you blaming them? I'm blaming the, the mail-in voters. ballots. Right. The vote. Well, the people who did the harvesting or the people that voted DRR or the people that actually filled it out themselves. I highly doubt, like we talked about off air, all those people sat down and voted D. Yeah. No, they, they did. I think you're missing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that the people that ran 
uh, that were on the ballot as Democrats that are Republicans mm-hmm. were smarter than the people that the Democrats had the people sign up. But they did not. It, now, Jack and Clarence did do it intentionally, mm-hmm. but they only did it because those were where the spots were. There was nobody else on the ballot. Travis Odom and uh, Debbie Bloom mm-hmm. and somebody, John Casadas just texted me and said, Travis Odom is a hard right Republican. <laughs> hard right. Well, he's a small business owner. Everyone's like, oh, he owns most. No, he owns a franchise that is most. He so owns he has about to be seven half- or eight of them, I think. Okay, good. So, so now. So you have these two people who are Republicans who won on the Dem side because of the way our idiotic laws are, and stupid people just filled their names in as though, oh, well, they're Democrats, so I'm going to vote for them. Right. This is what I'm talking about. This is the stupidity. This is the thing. This is what's killing our elections. I get what you're saying, but it was still very smart of Bloom and Odom. They didn't choose it. How did they not? They chose to get on the ballot as that, didn't they? They No. They ran both as D and R, and they won the D. Well, that's smart. <laughs> he just, Jerry just. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I hate you. Okay. I just think it was intelligent on them to do it. You or you're. But it, they didn't choose it. I thought they did. No, they won the D, and Jason Croft they won and the JP D. Edwards. They they love the D, and and. But they had to run as the, the D Republican. to win. Right. But they had to run as a D to win as a D, correct? They did not choose to run as a okay. D. Okay. I misunderstood. Okay. That's the way the election bisected it. Hmm. So it was a Democrat versus a Republican in those two cases. I thought you had to choose to be whatever on every nope. ballot nope. as a candidate. Nope. Jeez. That's they even- won. Th- that was the primary. That's the way the primary shook out. So now you have two people who are hard right Republicans. I think Debbie Bloom is pretty hard right as well. I met her once or twice. So next time, you should run. We'd yeah. run as a pair. We'll change our political party to Democrat. Yep. And we will run together as a tandem on progress and moving forward and child born. <laughs> and then we'll get elected and then we'll just cancel the whole damn thing out. What do you think about that? Yeah. that's the, But this is, do you understand, aside from this, this is what they've been doing nationally. The Democrats have had people, they did this in Virginia too. Yep. They had people that in areas that Republicans were favored, they had Democrats change their party party affiliation mm-hmm. and then run as Republicans. But and then govern. change in party affiliation. I understand it. And then govern, governing, governing as Democrats. Okay, that's completely different. But this, this is what's going to happen. These people were elected as Democrats because of people who do, ever did the ballot harvesting or voted with their mail-in ballots voted for D, and then they they voted for the D, but they're going to be getting some R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and th- that's my point, and, and that's what's wrong with this process. Okay, but the real problem is that the Republican Party is too goddamn stupid to embrace it to try to win some races. They're too damn stupid to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pay the price. They'll never, you know, they may never win another election locally if they don't embrace this. And and the other side of this is, once they do embrace it, I'll bet mail-in balloting goes away. <sighs> I, 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 I don't think it ever is going to go away. There's no call for it from the people for it to go away. 
This was set in place. Well, I know why it was set in place. Not as not as part of, but as not not as part of COVID. Mm-hmm. But it was just another way to gain advantage for Democrats. They knew oh, yeah. what they had coming oh, in, of course, right? Of course, and they've still been running. They, they've been running this goddamn playbook for three years, and the Republicans are just going, "Oh, well, you know what? Gosh, oh, gee, dude, they've been running it longer than three years." The, it's been legal to do it this way for three years, is what I'm saying. The, what was it part? Legal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it's been going on. It's not completely legal. It's not legal to do ballot harvesting in Pennsylvania. No, it's not. But the mail-in balloting. Mm-hmm. And let's just make the assumption that no harvesting happened. Okay? Right. Let's just make that assumption. And these are all 100% legitimate. These people, all they still broke 80-20 mm-hmm. for Democrats. Oh, That's yeah. That's the point. Oh, yeah. And you know there's, you know there's, come on. Mm-hmm. There were, there was how many videos of post office workers throwing ballots away? Because you could somehow read the ones through them. That's not part of this. It is because it's, why do D's do it? Is it, is it because Democrats just vote by mail or is there something shady going on? In this case, it was because they had a concerted effort. Right. By whom? By Democrats. To do mail-in balloting. Yes. Right. Where are, are all those votes? It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have anything to do with with holding it up to the light I, and throwing I'm, it away. I, th- I think you're missing what I'm saying. I just are all you think 100 percent of those mail-in ballots are legit? No, I am saying let's assume that they are because we cannot prove to the contrary, and I won't indulge no. in that. <laughs> no, I, I'm just telling you. Like I don't have any information to prove that they're not. So oh, we I'm not, have to I, run on I, the. Assumption I'm not. Are. I'm not saying I do. I'm just offering a point of. I don't think any election, 100 percent of the votes are legit. No, sure. There's. You'll entertain there. that, but you won't entertain it here next year. I'm just telling you, we have dug up zero information on. This. Oh, I agree. But what I'm saying is, is that there's always human error. This is one of the things I watched a video the other night. They were talking about you. You have too many hands on a vote. The more hands that you have on a vote is the more chances of corruption. Okay? Okay. Whether it's the post office worker that picks up your mail, post office worker that receives it, how many different hands touch that ballot until it's counted? Mm-hmm. Or even after it's been counted. That's the problem I look at with mail-in ballot. The, there's too many variables of, of possibility of corruption. I'm not saying it's happening, but I also I didn't, well, I wasn't born yesterday. I'm not saying it's not. No. I'm not saying it's not happening either, but I, I, I don't have any information to, to get us to that. So I just want to talk about what is readily available and in front of us. <laughs> is the earth flat? Just kidding. <laughs> what do you read? Uh, Dave Vollmer's left foot. like to hear more about what the two of you think Ham and Piho will do. Uh, kill puppies? Um, we know Clarence will. Yeah, he hates he, dogs. He hates dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really. No. He wants to cut them. He wants to cut dogs. <laughs> Not literally, just the funding for them. Yes, for police dogs. Hmm. So what I think, uh, I think that Clarence is a is very much an institutionalist. I think that he will have uh, ultimate respect, n- not necessarily in a good way, for any piece of spending that comes down the road for the township. 
I think he's an institutionalist, and, and I don't I, I don't foresee him being a big cutter. And he said that last week on the show. The only thing you could find is, you know, we only need two police dogs. We don't need four. Okay, so $10,000. You can find $10,000 out of $3 yeah. million that we need? I think, yeah, that was the one problem my wife even said to me when she listened to the show, that right. he's for fiscal responsibility but wants to spend $60 million on a promenade, a promenade and a fire thing. Or that. So so now we have, I, I think he is an institutionalist. I think that Jack is a very uh, sharp business guy. And I think that Jack will want to cut, but I am not positive that he will. Um, and I hope that he proves me wrong. Yeah, I, I had a comment with a, um, a fellow real estate investor that I was talking to, and she was talking about interest rates and everything and inflation and, and whatnot. And I, would, I think nationally or even at the local level, and I said to her, there is no appetite to cut anything. Yeah, You might, you might talk about it where there's people that are adults and mm -hmm. understand where this is all going. Mm -hmm. That we Listen, you either make cuts now that you might not like or you're going to have to cut things that you like. Yeah, th that day is coming. There's no question. Right, it's inevitable. And that's what I said to her. I was like, there is just no appetite for cutting anything in this country. No, there's not. And we saw it at the school board meetings, and you see it at the supervisor's meeting where it, it, any it, I could I could find $120,000 in the township right now to cut, and I know one of them, the library. Yeah. What they what them having those uh, that them having those books there is enough for me to cut all their funding. You want to do 300. it? $300,000. There you go. You run it complete if all these people say they love the library so much, buck up. Yeah. Buck up. Open your wallet. You want to support I don't want my, I don't go to the library. I don't want my tax dollars subsidizing because that's what we're doing. Right. Run completely on your own fundraising. I'm fine with it. You want to have child porn and something in your fundraising for? Go for it. And all the people that say, well, my kids love going there. Okay. Buck up. What do they sound like? Okay. So buck up. Send us there. You having child porn there is disgusting to me, and I don't want one cent of my tax money going there. End of story. So there's three hundred thousand dollars. That's not that hard. Well, it's not going to get cut because then there's going to be fifteen Karens there, and that's exactly what they sound like. You can take his. That's what I hear. It's like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. So ultimately, what you're saying is there is really nothing that we can cut. There. That's what I said. What it was two shows ago. She's not lying. She's not lying. She's just being, maybe we just took it the wrong way. Whereas, well, there's nothing to God. We just can't. You're right. We can't because you're going to have Karen and her 10, 15 sisters crying down your neck. Correct. And if you don't, what they, what they don't, this is why can't we can what are they doing to the credit rating of the school district? Because of what? It's downgraded. Why? It was downgraded because of their use of reserves. Right. And right. which is doing what? It's kicking the can down the road, which we... Why do you think we're $33 trillion in debt in this country? Why do you think the school board it got their credit downrated? It's because they didn't want to raise taxes or make the cuts that need to be done. Right. Where If, if there is no appetite for it because politi politically it's not expedient, 
you're not putting on your big boy pants. And mm-hmm. no one's this is why I'm so blackpilled about this country is no one has an appetite for it and no one wants to put their big boy pants on because it's not you're not you tell me this is why social security will still be around which we talked about and I talked to you and I talked about to my brother and my wife and other investors it's going to be around it's just your dollars are not going to be worth shit no one is going to get elected my buddy that died he and I used to have this conversation no one's going to die no one's going to get elected on getting rid of social security generally not no one's going to get elected on cutting music at the at the at the school board. No one's going to get elected. Imagine how politically expedient this would be. Listen, we understand the football team is doing really well, and they have been, a, and we love the kids, but we're going to have to cut the program because it cuts too much because it costs too much. You run on that platform and see how many votes you get. Mm-hmm. It's not. We understand that. We do. Everybody understands that, but. But but there has to be a, a way to get everybody on board with the idea that these things need to pay for themselves because not everybody can afford this shit. We we're I'm, so they are going to pass at the school board mm-hmm. a resolution, the Act One resolution, which will allow them to raise taxes by as much as seven point one percent. Okay. Now they won't go seven one. They won't do that. But that's what the Act One index does. It says you can raise it this far. If you need to raise it seven two or above, you need to go to a referendum, and your people need to approve it. So <laughs> that's like the government saying, "Listen, we can cut your arms and legs off, but we promise only to cut your legs off." Okay. <laughs> so they can raise it that far. It it gives them permission to raise taxes. That's what this Act One index does. Okay, mm-hmm. but they've agreed to keep it under seven point one. Ooh, thank you. They're going to agree to keep it to seven one or less. But that's my whole point of saying, oh, they're going to cut out you. We can cut your arms and legs off, but we don't want to cut your legs off. So don't complain too much. But we could, we're it's just like the same thing that we talked about when they raise when. Um, uh, they weren't going to raise taxes, but they were telling you we we're going to do it next year. Right. <laughs> yeah. But at a point, you're going to you're just with the township when that when all the uh, money from the su- water and sewer is gone. What what's going to happen? It's <laughs> a great question. That's why you have to preserve that. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to preserve that, and you need to be smart with what you spend, which is why you need to close the golf course. The golf course needs to be closed if people aren't willing to pay what it costs to keep it open. If you have 18,000 holes a year, you have to be willing to pay whatever it costs. That's like $125. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing. If you're not willing to pay 125 you need to find somewhere else to play golf because I don't want to pay for you anymore. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's the same thing as the library. It's like if you cut that $300,000 from the library... And the le- sorry, we, we just can't do it anymore. Well, everyone's going to cry. Well, I'm sorry. It's the same thing like when uh, when I was, my wife and I were, and I had the kids that were younger, there was a couple of years that we couldn't go on vacation because we just didn't have the money. So we went up to our house in the mountains instead. You have to have tough conversations. Listen, I didn't like having to tell our kids that we couldn't go on vacation that year, right? But they were conversations that you had to make. Yeah. These are conversations, listen. We can't afford it as a township, or we're going to have to raise that grandma and that single mom's taxes 
7%. Yeah. Not only at the township level, but at the school district town, uh, level, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to raise that that level, or we're not going to do that, and you have to figure out how to make up that $300,000 of the library. Maybe do some fundraisers, reach out to Craig Poole, who we know is a godly man. who He could pull $300,000. It's a tax write-off for him. And it's not about money. Right, it's not about money. So all these people... Where this is, and maybe it's a good thing. Like I've been, hard times are coming. They're coming. And it just keeps getting kicked down the road. But it may be at that point, because what what do you think that library should be funded by? People not being forced, not taxed to do it, but by how? Voluntary. Right. So if the township says, or listen, services. listen, Jerry, you're the CEO of this library, right? Sorry, buddy. I'm going to have to pull this $300,000 from you. How are you going to make it up, Jerry? I'll tell you how I'm going to make it up. I'm going to start a notary service at the library. (laughs) Right, but what I'm going to say is you're going to look to the people to make that up. Not by taxation, by fundraising. It's the same way churches used to take care of people that didn't have health care and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? You maybe this eventually will turn back everything and we're the people. Maybe there'll be people in Exeter that put a conglomerate together and buy the RCC. Like Roy Foy, he's a rich guy. He wants to buy it. I think it would be great if they would do that. All the people that want the golf course and talk. He says how he's so versed in finances and and whatever, so why not? Yes. Have the people get involved. Have the pe- put a group of people together, rich people that buy the golf course. They say it's so great. Can it's make so much money. Is. Put it there. Same thing with the library. I'm there. More people involved. That's the that's because at some point the hard cuts are going to come. They have to. They do literally. <laughs> I bitch about paying an uh, athletic fee for my kids. For my daughter, it's a hundred bucks a year. For my son, it's seventy five because he's in junior high. Just for them to play a sport. When I was a kid, I didn't pay. I don't think my my dad paid anything. No, you didn't. But. An activity fee. Think things cost a hell of a lot less back then. Well, yeah, it also government wasn't provided. Oh, wonderful. Great. Breaking. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking, Breaking wind. Well, in order to build up the reserves. Yeah, not by at least maybe. I, I don't know. I just, it, the, the hard cuts are coming. So, and this, this is why I have no, this is why I'm black billed. People don't want to make. You're not going to get elected on making cuts to the library. You're not elected. You're not going to get elected. And they're just eventually they're just going to have to. And then there are people like, "What happened?" Well, yeah. we've been warning you. It's just like I'm the warning you. like the thing that I sent you on the the uh, fifteen dollars an hour. This guy's free. Oh, I'll make Big Mac and a fries and a Coke. Seventeen dollars. What the hell? Like I don't know. When the idiots were talking about unionizing the the McDonald's workers back in two thousand nine, I was like, listen, these McDonald's are not owned by McDonald's. They're a franchise. These people yeah. are small business owners that are going to have to pay their employees yep. fifteen twenty dollars an hour, and it just means that they're going to increase the prices of the goods that they that they produce and they then they will eventually go out of business when people aren't able to pay for that right like some guy was posting on social media about how uh mcdonald's is they don't have the dollar menu anymore you wonder why (laughs) you 15 dollars it's you can warn people they have the 10 dollar menu now (laughs) (laughs) 
I said to my wife when the, when inflation started to get up, you watch all these dollar stores are going to have to change their name because nothing's going to be a, for sale on a dollar. Well, anymore. it's a, they're a dollar twenty five now at whatever it is, Dollar Tree or whatever. Yeah, dollar twenty five, dollar twenty five house. Dollar twenty five tree. Like five below was like, I wonder if that. So one of the other things that came out of this election, we mentioned Jason Croft got screwed out of the, by, by the found votes, okay? Yesterday on social media, he put this thing up there. I saw. Okay, like, I didn't see him, but I saw your yeah. post on it. So Jason is really bothered by the fact that there is no representation <coughs> of St. Lawrence. He lives in St. Lawrence. On the school, the school board. district. Yeah. No representation on the school board. And he's really pissed about it. And he's looking for some way anyway to get people, you know, onto the idea of let's let's have St. Lawrence have some representation, right? Maybe there should be a seat. Right. So so he's like he's proposing this. And and he basically wrote something on the Exeter informant or no on his on his own page. That's right. On his own page about. You know, he didn't say the word secede, but it kind of sounded like. Japina writes this thing. Croft says <laughs> says St. Lawrence should secede from school district. Yeah, I saw and, that. And, like, all this stuff comes up underneath. And one woman said, I'm Has very he not disappointed. Learned his lesson? Has he not learned his lesson? I'm very, he, he did that intentionally. He had to. Well, that's, he's being hyperbolic, but that's my... This I is, do it, too. It's, right, but it's, he, that's not what Jason said. He did the same thing with not posting Volmer's whole whole comment. He he he's the informant the the whole story or whatever he has. Thing. No, it's not. The it's rest of it's story. his story because he cut up Dave Volmer's comments about the whole resolution or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He posts what he wants to post. He just needs to be honest with it. Like if you want to do that, it's, it's hyperbolic. Gets clicks. I get what Mike's doing. But if you if you're going to quote someone like that, that's not what Jason called for. No, he was actually talking about districting the township. How about no taxation without representation? Jason should go for. Well, how about a seat on the school board that the people of St. Lawrence vote for, and then they have one seat on the one well, vote. Well, then how on. about a vote for the people of Farming Ridge? Wasn't that Exeter? Oh, okay. Township. Okay. I'm saying, once you open it up to that, Farming Ridge, and then Pheasant Run's going to go, hey, I want representation too, and now we got a 704-member board. No, well, St. Lawrence is different, right? Understood. It's its its own municipality, but they have bought into whatever the agreement is to be part of Exeter School mm. District. They agreed to it, and this is the way it's going. Yeah. Now, if you want to district out like Boyertown does, oh, good like Fleetwood does, mm-hmm. Okay, I guess you could do that. <laughs> I guess you could because I mean, think about it, we could have a Stonersville representative, right? Yeah, we could have a uh, 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 the area that's covered by Birdsboro, the Birdsboro addresses. Yeah, you know, down by the old sheets, mm-hmm. that area. They could have their own representative. I I don't know, like 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 just yeah, run harder next time. The thing. He was texting me yesterday morning, <laughs> and he said, well, it's unfair. And I said, well, then run harder next time and win. Yeah, I didn't hear anything from him. But then I'm not friends with him on Facebook or anything. 
I just told him, run harder next time and win. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about winning that election. This was, and I put this in a couple of spots, the laziest damned election I've ever seen in my life. I did not see anybody out knocking doors. Nope. The only thing we saw was uh, some Facebook posts and a uh, you know and, and yard signs. And not even everybody had yard signs out. No. They it didn't. was the laziest damned election I've ever seen in my life. Facts, as the kids say, as my kids say. Mm-hmm. It was very lazy. It was very lazy. Um, from the chat, we have a new person, uh, Kirshner's nap. <laughs> but the library needs the money to buy kitty porn. <laughs> Kirchner's nap. That's great. Mm. Actually, it's Kircher. Yeah, they spelled it right. Kircher's nap. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I. Yeah, uh, from the chat too, uh, I confused taxpayers. I don't think what Croft is asking for is unreasonable. Question is, does St. Lawrence have the leverage to make that happen? I would be willing to bet that they could. Then confused taxpayers said, we had awesome weather in October. No one was knocking on yeah. my door. Oh, no, I didn't yeah. see anybody. Yeah. I didn't see anybody. It was a lazy election. It's it's not an indictment of the candidates, really. It's you know they know that people are going to vote. So so why are you yeah. bothering? And also, when I ran for school board, dude, I went and knocked doors. Yeah, yeah. I, did uh, did Jack get a lot of votes because of being at the meetings? Rain a name recognition from Entirely last time. Possible. There's a yes. lot of variables that go into that. Of. Um, how many people watch the meetings? And people know Clarence from his 810 years as the public works director. So also, how many people listen to this? How many people follow you on Facebook? And how many people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of variable that goes into why someone would get the amount of votes that Jack did and why uh, Jeff got the amount of votes that he did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one. Jeff didn't do a damn thing. All he did was signs. Yeah. If you knocked doors, it might have made a difference. Right. I had a sign in my yard, and the only time is uh, that there wasn't much there. That's for sure. If I own him, I have name recognition, especially a long-term resident. (laughs) Beer said the kinetic internet guy knocked on my door. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) What was he running for? Internet czar? Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was... I didn't see a lot of people with signs in front of their house, too. Like normal, the normal political people that yeah. I see, especially at the top of the hill on the way to parties. Mm-hmm. Those people always have. That's Sherry oh. Green. Is that her? That's her. The one, with the, the one at the, like you come up around the bend and yeah. they're right there. On Church Lane. Yeah, that's really? her. Really? That's her? Hmm. That's her with all the freaking yeah, Democrats solar panels. Have. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. I didn't know that. Those are the ones that I, I, whenever I go past that house, my wife says, oh, well, you know who not to vote for. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I, and this is another reason why I'm blackpilled by the country is people are lazy. And when it comes down to it, they're going to wonder what happened. The, the government's going to say, hey, get out. We, we need to build this. This is a little conspiracy theory that I bounced off of Jerry before. The only I'll, I'll throw it out now. The only reason they want to build a railroad from Reading to Philadelphia is to put your ass on it and take you down to their 15-minute cities 
and put you in camps in Philadelphia. That's the only reason why they want to do it. But the government's going to be like, hey, guys, um, that container right there is the only way you can be safe from this new uh, variant of uh, Fluey Flu Flu Vax 2 SARS-V259. Why don't you get on there? And I'm telling you, 95% of the people are going to march their asses right on that thing and get taken away. And the next year, it'll be the gavel smash virus. Yes, but it's just people are lazy and they want to they want a king that's what we talk about all the time they want someone to do some they are expecting maybe it's the second coming that they're saying you know Israel is <laughs> that's the funniest part is maybe there's people that actually believe this where they're saying that Israel's doing all this and that the world's supposed to end and they're supposed to go to nuclear yeah. thing to bring the second coming of Christ um i just i'm very blackpilled because especially in local elections like this how mm. lazy everybody was yeah. And that's how lazy they are at the state level. That's how lazy they are at the federal level. And it's it's laziness compounded. The candidates were lazy, the mail in ballots were mm-hmm. lazy. I mean it's it's sandwiched. It is. But that's why America is going the way it is. Yep. It's the same it's they're lazy. And I don't say that is just because they're lazy. I say that also because intellectually they're lazy. They read the label, they lead, read the cover of a book and think they know the book. It's like, well, Kevin, because a lot of people, I, I guess over the years I've earned their respect and thank you for that. But so I get a lot of people private messaging, what's your thoughts about Israel and Palestine? I was like, there's both sides of Hamas is a terrorist organization. But on the other thing is, I don't see why we should get involved in a religious war that's been going on for thousands of years. And if you think it's Hamas, it's not really the Shia and there's all the, I, I just, the problem is that people just want to read the, the, they want to read the label on a ballot that says D or R. They yeah. want to see, pick a side, either Hamas. I won. Yep. Pick a side of either Israel or Hamas, or pick this or this, and Democrat or Republican. And then you get people that vote Democrat that turn out to be Republicans. Because you voted. So uh, why why, why doesn't, yeah. Why don't we put out to everybody to give us a call? Mm. 610-451-7085. 610-451-7085. 7085 to weigh in on the election on the Exeter Underground 610-451-7085. Beer has a good comment. It's true. I know it's a good comment. Uh, more signs for the primary than actual election. Well, there were more candidates. True. But then there you were would more candidates. But you would think that I I, th- I agree with what she's saying. I again it was laziness. Yeah, no, no. I, you know I, who they yes. should have hired was the guy that was going around spray painting and Jack Jack signed. He obviously a hard worker. That guy's a worker or a girl. That's yeah, got to be a dude. I don't know. There's a lot of women Karen. are catty like that. There's a lot of Karens out there, man. Yeah. There's a lot of Karens. There are Karens and Chads. Yes. Chad is the Karen equivalent for. I males, believe so. Yes. It? Somebody tried to tell me Kevin's, and I said, "There's no no, no. flipping way that is. No, I'm not going that route." Now, I, I'm just saddened by America overall. Yeah. Locally, state-wise, federally. I mean, this one worked out just fine. Oh, I'm... I'm but the Democrats thought they were getting something that they weren't. And it's... Dude, it's infuriating. Dude, that ain't nothing new. Barack Obama, if you listen to him when he campaigned, dude, he seemed like he'd be the greatest president ever. 
And then he started governing. But he was a Democrat, <laughs> and he ran as a Democrat. But he, but the things he was saying, you listen to his one of the. I don't like the guy, and I know his background. One of the greatest political speeches I have ever heard from a politician was him in Denver when he won, the night of when he won. I thought that was trash. I thought it was a great. I thought it was trash too because I think he's trash. But you listen to what he's saying without him saying it. Right, read the the transcript oh, so, of it. So lies. I got it. But okay. great political speech. Political speech. You know what I mean? I, like, you can listen to what Hitler says. He was a great, or, he was a great orator. He's, what he was saying wasn't necessarily the worst things in the world. You understand why people were inspired by what he was saying, but the way he said it, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to see how the board goes on. They have a they they have quite a hill in front of them. They really do, and and you know we saw somewhere in the chat earlier somebody said, "How fast do you think the the lawsuit against use yeah, will get dropped?" It, it, it's an interesting thought, and I've been wondering it too because as far as you know, and I don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to the law, but I don't think they've got anything, and I think they were pursuing something. That is just not even there. Yeah. And they've already spent at least $5,000 of our money. $5,700. They would be smart, Vollmer and Bell, to drop the damn thing. Yeah. You would be smart. Will they do it? (laughs) That's true. Uh, Confused taxpayer anarchy starting to sound better. I don't disagree. Anarchy is starting to sound better. <laughs> I'm a little better. bit of a freedom anarchist, but actual anarchy, not the shit that they're preaching right now. No, I, I don't think really people understand full on anarchy though. And that, in and of itself, never mind. I was going to go to a whole other thing, but you know what? I'm tired, and I went. I think I went in the show. Yeah, man. I was like, I got up this morning. I was fired up and everything, and then I had a little bit of granola with my coffee, and I was like, something must have just. You put granola in your coffee? No, I put granola in my mouth. Pour some coffee in my mouth and chew it up. It tastes great. <laughs> really? Oh uh, yeah. That's the way you did, like. Like you don't mm. mix it with yogurt or something? No, I don't try not to eat dairy. Mm. No, and I try not to eat too much. Maybe this morning I ate a little too much because of uh We have a call. Okay. Let's go for it. See who it is. Hey, you're on the Exeter Underground with Kev and Jerry. Who's this? It's Donna Merritt. Hi, Donna. How you doing, Donna? How are you? Hi. Very how are well. You? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm on my way out the door, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a neighbor that actually saw the person spray painting one of the signs. It was an older gentleman, and my neighbor is probably about 45, um, and it was a, they drove a light blue Ford Mustang, about 2020 or newer. But oh. didn't get a license plate, but I just wanted to put that out there on the air, so if anybody knows anybody that drives a car like that, <laughs> hmm. that might be your person, that, that's your person that did it. A light blue Mustang. Yes. That should be pretty yeah. easy to find. Yeah. I know because there are nobody. I don't think anybody in this neighborhood owns a light blue Mustang. I could be wrong, but I've never seen one. Didn't okay, they, so they, so for everybody who's listening in the township building, including mm-hmm. the police, there's a yes. clue as to who was doing the defacing of Pyho's signs. Light blue yes. Mustang. Get on it, you guys. 
Yeah. You have a light blue Mustang in your garage? That's, Sh- oh, sorry. But they did a sign like on the from uh, the way to my house to your house right there where you make the right one. Right? Yeah. Wood Lane, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They have two in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Could be well, a that. That's a good tip, Donna. Could be a black yeah, Mustang a within yep. an hour. That, that was on our Glenoli page, Glenoli Farms page, Facebook page. Somebody messaged me. So, Donna, that? how you feeling after the election? Oh, I'm fine. Bomer and Bell are gone, so I'm, I'm totally fine. Let's <laughs> put it right out there. <laughs> Tell us how you, you really, really feel. Know. <laughs> are yeah, you saying mission really accomplished? Okay. Pardon? Are you saying mission accomplished? Yes, mission accomplished. Although, you know, um, and I did this for the community because, you know, although I did not pay for, set up, ask for, whatever, that um, beautiful uh, poll card um, that was given by a citizen, uh, I, I, I could be in a lot of trouble for using it. But why? I would do it all over again. Because oh, I know why. Yes, you know why. Yeah. Um, but I had nothing to do with it. I just I did hand it out, <laughs> you know. But um, um, I didn't create it. But it was free. You know, I was running out of money. I sent all those mailers. It was free on advertising for me, you know. So, um, but like I said, I would do it again because my community is more important than a party affiliation. <laughs> Donna, tell those people to screw off. I know, right? But I, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Because, you know, the people who are pushing it, because I know who they will, and they are, um, my, my party does not like them. They know how radical and nasty they are because they've ignored them before. <laughs> so we shall see, you know. But, like, I just want to let people know that I would do it again because, um, anyway, that's it. Donna, can we talk about that, or do you want to keep it quiet? No, we're, we're going to keep it quiet, but I just wanted to let you know okay. that I would do it again. All right. Well, good for you, Donna. And Donna, thanks for stepping up and yep. for trying. And for you, splitting you should the vote. Be, you, you should really be commended for jumping in so late and providing an alternative. I mean, it's it, it, it's really, it's not an easy thing to do. And whatever my differences with Bell and Vollmer are, I do give them credit for being in the position they're in. This is not easy stuff, man. Uh, it's not, and and you know, um, like you, I do commend anybody for doing it because you do you catch a lot of crap. But you know what? Um, and you you know, cost money, and you do put a lot of effort into it. Um, but people have to do it. We have to do. We have to take our governments back, and um, you know, from anybody who's going to take us in a radical or expense way too expensive um, direction. Yeah, that was one of the comments that I saw online. People were calling. Um like you and the other people, like radical right and association with radical. I'm like, oh my god! See, I always, I always comment back to this. You mean the people that know what a woman is? Yeah, right. <laughs> I said that the woman. I said that to that woman at the polling station when I was talking with Mary McSurdy. I was like, uh, no, at okay. least right. oh. I, I find it funny that people call the right radical when the left is the yeah. one that doesn't even know what the hell a woman is. Yeah, and 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 they like to murder babies, innocent little babies. Right, but that's, it, that's pretty that's radical, a, if you ask hey, me. <laughs> what what's radical of of cutting the breasts off a thirteen year old girl or or, or yes, chemically castrating yes. an eight year old boy? Come on. Yeah. Yes, I I agree. That's <laughs> radical. <laughs> We're just that's, normies. <laughs> that's one of the problems that I have when I talk about. Listen, there is a uniparty, and I I think governing why there is, um, but also morally speaking, 
I don't see anyone on the left speaking out or any Democrats speaking out about chemically castrating boys or what a woman is or anything like that. Yeah, it, that's why they have alternate uh, verbiage. <laughs> that's why they use alternative words. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. Because the, the, the actual truth, like you said, you sent that video to your friend doesn't get out. <laughs> right. Yep. You know? Yep. Exactly. Okay, All right, Donna, guys. Thanks so for up, calling. Keep up the good work. Indeed. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, yeah. Now We're, former candidate for township supervisor, Donna Merritt. Sounds good and perky. So someone said in the chat, Dak K, uh, uh, 2023, maybe the person with the blue Mustang is James Anders. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. It's a long story. Mm. there are people encouraging donna to run again and saying she would have done a good job yeah put donna on a library board that's a good one yes i'm down with that yeah well that's never gonna happen no no so okay there we go that's the end of the show okay that's the exeter underground number 76 we thank you for joining in in the chat uh there was a lot of there's a lot of chatter going on in the chat. And we appreciate you, your listens. We appreciate your downloads. If there's any portion of the show that you missed, and I think you did, because I saw one spot where it dropped out for about 30 seconds. Jeez. Because of the internet, whatever. So if there's anything that you missed, go grab the download. And you know what? Even if you didn't miss any of it, go grab the download anyway and listen again. You don't have to listen, but go grab the download. All you got to do is push a button. Yeah, just download it. Do us a favor. Get our download numbers up. How's that? (laughs) We'll be back again next week. There will be stuff to talk about. The first post-election supervisors meeting will be on Monday, so there will be stuff to talk about. And, And this was a great conversation. We appreciate Jack being available. I do. I think also, I think another election point that we need to make in a, or maybe I make... It's funny. Anybody that was linked to uh, to uh, No Name Two, yes, lost, out, gone, bye. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Michelle will be out. Well, she's not running again anyway in twenty twenty five, right? But if you if you played along with 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 ass cancer, you're gone. <laughs> you got the disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shouldn't have because maybe maybe if you didn't hold his water and do his his dirty work, <clears throat> George Bell, maybe you would have won. Maybe. Maybe. So that's it. We will see you next week, 12 noon. We appreciate your listen. Bye. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.